We are, if you're just catching up with us, we are in a study through the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs. Just so we can all recap and be on the same page. Don't you like it when you watch a show and they, they show you what's happened in the show? Just a little recap. You're like, oh, that's right. Oh, we lost so-and-so. He, they're gone. Okay. Like, I, just a little recap. So just So we're all on the same page. The book of Proverbs is written by David's son, Solomon. Solomon, remember his dad was a man of war. Solomon is a man of thought. Solomon gives us three books in the Bible. We call them the poetic books. He gives us the Song of Solomon, the book of Proverbs, and the book of Ecclesiastes. He wrote Song of Solomon when he was young and passionate. Read it. You'll, you'll understand. Proverbs in his prime when his mind was right, and then Ecclesiastes, when he was old and cynical, you'll read it and be like, oh, this is depressing. Why is it in the Bible? It's good. It's Just read it. And so the book of Proverbs is a collection of a collection of wise sayings, wise thoughts. Proverbs writes, uh, Solomon writes to his son a whole book of wise thinking, wise sayings. And the really the theme of the book of Proverbs is righteousness versus wickedness, life versus death, Abundance versus poverty. Truth versus lying. Fidelity versus adultery. And he really paints really what it is, the difference. He contrasts between the wise man and the fool. We're going to study the fool today because it's important to understand. We got to get this guy out of us. The fool that is up in you. In fact, I love Solomon because he writes to his son. He says, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child you got to drive that foolishness out of them. Now, my, my, I don't know about your parents, but my dad took this seriously. I grew up in the era, the generation of spankings. I don't know if y'all got spanked. Did you get spanked when you were a child? My dad is so passionate about spankings, he went to the woodshed and crafted out his own personal hand paddle. He painted it bright cherry red. He wrote on it. Before I could read, I knew what these six letters meant. He wrote on the paddle, big red, like the gum. And he, would, and he would have it next to his lazy boy recliner when he was watching his football game and me and my brother and sister running around acting a fool. And my, my dad would have the paddle next to him and he would just lift it up like, test me. Y'all don't want none of this. And, and if we got in trouble, my dad would come and he would spank us as kids and he would lie to my face. My dad was a liar. He would say, son, this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. Fam, you a liar. Because I know what this feels like. And, you know, things have changed and generations have changed. Maybe, you know, parents, a lot of parents say they don't believe in spankings. That is not the point of the story. What was my dad trying to do? Drive foolishness out of me. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of every individual. In fact, he'll say in Ecclesiastes, in the third book, in Ecclesiastes, he'll say this. Unless the sentence against an evil deed is executed quickly, therefore the hearts of the sons of men are given over to do evil. What is the Bible really trying to say? Unless you parent your kids quickly, their hearts are given over to foolishness. So foolishness is a big deal, according to Solomon, and foolishness is a big deal, according to God. In fact, God says in Psalms, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. So God says, you're a fool if you don't believe in me. So the Bible all through the scriptures talks about being a fool. And I want to talk today. We put it on the back of a shirt. A proverb a day keeps the fool in me away. We got to get that fool out of you in 2021. We got to get that fool out of you for your future. 
Come on, you ought to clap a little bit louder. Some of the fools are like, I don't like this message. I don't like what he's saying today. Can we just talk about blessing and favor? No, fool. We got to talk about getting the fool out of you. Y'all remember the A-team? I don't know, Gamby, I don't know if you're old enough to remember the A-team. The A-team, my favorite character on the A-team was Mr. T. Y'all remember Mr. T with a little mohawk? And his famous line in the A-team was, I pity the fool. I pity the fool. Today we are going to walk through what the Bible says about the fool versus the wise. Now it's very important that we understand because in culture, in social media, we think, oh, there's wisdom all around us. No, 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 I want to just... We're going to jump into Proverbs, but before I do, let me show you James, what James, the brother of Jesus, had to say about wisdom that is foolish and wisdom that is from God. See, because you could still stay a fool if you get the wrong advice. So we got to get the wisdom from above, not the wisdom from below. If you're getting your wisdom from Twitter, that's the wisdom from below. Because the wisdom from above is Scripture, God's promises, God's principles. I don't need to hear what everybody else is thinking. I need to hear what God is thinking. So watch here, James chapter 3. Watch how James rightly divides wisdom from below and wisdom from above. It says this, James 3.15. The wisdom is not that which comes down from above. The wisdom that is earthly, natural, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. Now, specifically, I believe he's talking about the Clippers. Okay, just shout out, let's go Lakers. Okay, verse 17. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace-loving. It is gentle. It's reasonable. You ever work with somebody who's just like, you are so unreasonable. No, it's not wisdom. It's reasonable. It's full of mercy and good fruits. It's impartial. It's free of hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. I want to preach a message today. Write down the title. It's called, The Fool in Me Keeps Fooling Me. The fool in me keeps fooling me. And we got to get that fool out of you because some of us are living in self-deception thinking that you are wise when you are not. That is the wisdom from, above, from below. It's earthly. It's sensual. It's actually demonic. It brings discord. It brings envy. It brings strife. The wisdom from above, what did he say? It's pure, peaceable, gentle, unreasonable, unwavering, or reasonable, unwavering, without hypocrisy, and it bears much fruit. That is the wisdom that comes from above and the wisdom that you need for your future. I'm telling you, your future is so bright. Your calling so big. What God has in store for you is so crazy. Come on, do you believe it today? God's got something for you. But you will never walk in your full potential without wisdom. You will never become who God has called you to become without adhering and receiving the voice of wisdom so you might be like all right all right fine you convince me like all right i'm, I'm down i want to learn about you know the fool what, what does the fool look like i'm going to show you a verse and then i'm going to give you five things that the fool is five things five ways to know you're a fool or not look at this proverbs chapter 10 watch what it says proverbs 10 the wise in heart accepts commands but a chattering fool comes to ruin the wise stores up knowledge but the mouth of a fool invites ruin 
A fool, by definition, put it on the screen. Often used for a person who acts contrary to sound wisdom in his moral behavior. One who follows his own inclinations. One who prefers unimportant and temporary pleasures. Acts absurdly and does not exercise good reason. This is the definition of a fool. This is how the Bible is marking up a fool. They would rather have pleasure. They would rather live their own inclination. They would rather do their own thing than say, I want to serve God. I want to do it God's ways. I want God's thoughts. I want God's truths. I, I, a fool, I'm going to give you five ways. You, you, you might be a fool if. Remember Je- Jeff Foxworthy? Remember Jeff Foxworthy? Jeff Foxworthy is funny. I love Jeff Foxworthy. Remember they had that whole thing, you might be a redneck? Nobody in the MC remembers this. Chandler, you're from South Carolina. You might be a redneck. Remember the whole, you might be a redneck if, and then he would give a punchline. You might be a fool if. Let me give you five things. Here's how you know you're a fool. Write down number one, if you hate learning. You might be a fool if you just hate learning. Proverbs 1.22, watch what it says. It says, how long will mockers, mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? 23.9, don't waste your breath on fools, for they will despise wise advice. Uh, 26.12, there's only one thing worse than a fool, and that's the smug, conceited man always in love with his own opinions. How do you know if you're a fool? You don't want to learn. You know what? You, remember that, that Kanye song? You can't tell me nothing. That's the fool. I'm not calling Kanye a fool, just for the record. I mean, it's a great song, but it was just, the fool says this. I just had to backtrack real fast, you know what I'm saying? Like, wait, is this live? <laughs> the fool says, I don't want advice. I don't want to learn. I, I, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. I know who I am. The wise man says, teach me. The wise man says, train me. The wise man, remember last week we were talking about go get wisdom. Go get it. This is what Solomon says to his kid. Go get it. Go, go, go get on the plane. Go get it the podcast. Go subscribe to the YouTube. Go read the book. Go, go, go get it. The, the, the fool will never go get wisdom because the fool believes he has wisdom. His wisdom is earthly, demonic, sensual, and divisive. The wisdom from above, pure, peaceable, gentle, unre- uh, uh, unwavering, without hypocrisy, you got to have humility to receive wisdom. Oh, I just love this because the fool says, no, 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 I'm, I am conceited in my own way. I know I don't want to learn. Like, I don't know about you growing up. Like, I'm not a, I was, I went to high school, I went to middle school and high school for social reasons. Like, what's the guy in class that's like taking a test? Like, you're like, oh, what's that guy? Like, I'm just like, I'm not trying to study for tests. But when I, that was like growing up. But when I went to Bible college, when I moved to L.A. in 1998, hair down to here, don't care. When I, like, when I started taking my classes like the Book of Acts or the Pentateuch or the poetry books, when I started taking pastoral care or how to help people going through a hard time in Bible college, I'm telling you, I sat there and I leaned in and I listened and I was aware and I wanted to learn. I wanted to grow. I'm telling you, you cannot have the heart of a fool and get wise. You got to reject foolishness and receive instruction, receive understanding, receive insight. Don't be so hard hearted. Don't be so hard headed that you go, I don't need anybody. 
Nobody can speak into my relationship. Nobody can speak into my parenting. Nobody can speak into my money. Nobody can speak into my ethics. Nobody can speak into my politics. No, you can't tell me nothing. Okay. How's that going to work out for you? Because at worst case, you have the reputation of a fool. Don't let the fool in you keep fooling you. The fool in you keeps fooling you to go, I don't need... I don't need to read more books. I got this. I don't need to listen to some YouTube. I got this. I don't need, I don't need to go to that conference. I got this. You don't got this. Years ago, one of my dad's friends wrote a book called A Few Things I've Learned Since I Knew It All. Life is about going like, I thought I knew a lot, and then I learned more. I know nothing. The older you get, the more you understand, I know nothing. I know nothing about nothing. I'm dumb and happy, but I need the help of God. Somebody clap in your house and say, God, teach me today. Here's how you know if you're a fool. Write down number two. You might be a fool. Fools are always right in their own eyes. Proverbs 132, for the waywardness of the simple will kill them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. Proverbs 12, 15, the way of a fool seems right to them, but the wise will listen to advice. The, 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 the fool is always right in their own eyes. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. It's, it's, I don't have the problem. You have the problem. What I'm doing is right. What I'm, what I'm doing is great. What, what I, the way I'm handling my affairs, the way that I'm living my life, the way that I'm, 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 I'm budgeting my time and budgeting my morals and my ethics, I'm right. I'm all the fool is right in their own eyes. But what I love about community, what I love about church, by the way, if you're going to be a part of a community, community's messy. Community is like, it's, it's got opinions, it's got other thoughts, other backgrounds, it's got other ethnicities, other socioeconomic backgrounds, other political parties. I love that about the beautiful church. It's, it's a collection of humans coming together to worship God and to serve him on the earth. And part of being a part of a community is saying, you know what, it is wise for me to be around accountability. It is wise for me to be around other people that don't think like I think and dress like I dress and act like I act. And so help me understand where you're coming from. Help me understand what you think. Help me understand why you believe that. The fool says, I'm right, you're wrong. The wise man says, let me hear you out. The wise man says, tell me more about that. The wise man says, tell me about your experience. But the fool says, I don't want to hear any of it. There's no time for listening. There's only time for me speaking my opinion. The fool thinks that everything he does is right in his own eyes, but the wise man says, I could be wrong. Can I just ask you today, just for one second, do you think possibly, potentially, there are areas in your life you could be wrong? Because if it's, if, if, if it's unequivocal, no, the fool in you keeps fooling you. The fool is right in their own eyes. And the wise man says, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I've missed it before. I made a bad judgment call on that person. I, I missed it with that opportunity. You know, I shouldn't have done that thing. I shouldn't have said that thing. Anybody here, you've ever done something dumb? Some of y'all should have put two hands in the air. A lot of people did. You, have, you ever spent your money on something dumb? How many of you have ever said something foolish before? Just out of your mouth. Like, you ever, you ever say something and immediately when it leaves your mouth, you're like, ah, no. This is most of my marriage. No, come back. The fool says, I'm right, you're wrong. 
And the wise man says, I'm wrong. I missed it. Help me understand how that made you feel. Help me understand where you're coming from. Help me understand your upbringing. Help me understand what it feels like to be you. I'm not right in my own eyes. Number three, write this one down. I love this one. The, the fool, they always do this. The fool destroys what they have. They can't even help themselves. Look at this one, Proverbs 14, 1. Every wise woman encourages and builds up her family. But a foolish woman over time will tear it down by her own actions. Woo! That one right there, as they say, slaps. That one right there, that hits. That one right, that, that one right there. Because listen, listen, you can't be a fool and build great things. You can't be a fool and build a legacy. You can't be a fool and, and, and build a great family. It takes wisdom to do that. So the fool, listen, what did it say the wise woman? She builds her family with encouragement. She builds her family with strength. She's a faithful person. She's the Proverbs 31 woman. The foolish woman destroys what she has. I want to beg of you, do not destroy your name. Do not destroy your future. Do not destroy your legacy. Do not destroy what God is doing in you and through you. Do not, don't sabotage it. Don't hurt it. No, be wise. And the fool says, I got this. I got this. I'm good. I got, I got this. I got this. I got this. No, you, you keep running at the rate that you're running and doing the things that you're doing and potentially you could destroy what you have built up. But the wise says, ooh, I'm telling you, that's why the Bible says there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. I got to get counsel. I got to get wisdom. I got to get a board. I got to get covering. I got to get pastors in my life. I need a connect group leader. I need somebody in my life to help me. I want to build a legacy. I want to build great. There's greatness on you. There's greatness in you. On your family name is great. You got royalty in your, you're a chosen generation. You're a royal priesthood. You're a marvelous light called to declare the things of God. The fool says, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, what I do is, what I do doesn't matter. If I compromise a little bit here, there, whatever, it's not a big deal. The wise says, oh, I'm building something, and this will affect my family and my children. This will affect my finances and my future. I don't want to destroy what I have built. The fool thinks, I'll never get caught. The wise says, help me stay away from evil. One of, my favorite, one of my favorite Proverbs is it says a, a, a good man or a prudent man, it says, uh, 15.1, I think. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. A simple man or a fool keeps going and suffers the consequences for it. Woo! So uh, a, a, a prudent man, a wise person says, if I go over to their house, I know what's going to happen. And I'm not trying to put, we, we talked about last week, if I play with matches, I'm going to get burnt. So I'm staying far away from that text. I'm staying far away from that thing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not playing with, I know where that leads. The simple, the fool keeps going and suffers the consequences for it. Please don't destroy what you built. It's taking you so much time and so much sacrifice and so much energy and so much faith. Don't destroy what God has placed in your heart and put in your hand. Come on, clap in your house if you're thankful for the wisdom that God's given us today. Write down, oh, I love this next one. Fool, you might be a fool. Fools are hot-headed. Look, look at the description. Proverbs 20, verse 3. A person of honor will put an argument to rest. Only the stupid want to pick a fight. Proverbs 14, 16, the wise fear the Lord and shun evil, but a fool is a hot-headed and yet feels secure. If you're always in a fight, heads up, 
something is not wrong with them, perhaps something's wrong with you. If you're so quick to, to fight back, quick to retaliate, quick to... I love God because the Bible says he is, he is by definition, he is slow to anger. Like, like it takes a lot to get God mad. Like it takes, he's slow to anger. He is so slow to anger. A lot of you think like you do something bad and God's like, oh, it's come coming. No, no, no. He's slow. Like my, my dad, when he's sitting there with Big Red, you know, next to the Lazy Boy, he's watching, you know, like the Broncos versus the Browns AFC championship game back in the day. He's sitting there, you know, with Big Red, and it's like we running around. And my dad, he's a, he's a relaxed individual. My dad, my dad's chill dude. My dad, he's, he's not the guy that's like, he throw up the paddle like, you, I, t- I t- test me. That's not my dad. My dad be like, hey, y'all chill, man. Hey, guys, guys, keep it down. Son, that's a, that's a bit much. You know, it'd be like the 10th or 12th time. He'd be like, all right, guys. See it? Still big red. Six letters. B-I-G-R-E-D. Big red. I didn't grow up with that. Was like, Come on, I dare you. That's not God. And if you struggle with anger, maybe you need to receive the love of God. The nature of God. The character of God. But the fool's like, oh, I am mad and I'm proud about it. I am riled up and I love it. Oh, I'm hot-tempered, and this is my trophy. Do not be the fool. Nobody loves the hot-tempered guy. Nobody loves the angry man. Nobody's thrilled about hanging out with the guy that's always quick to fight. When, if you're quick to fight, you're going to lose your friends. But if you want friends, if you want community, if you want family and future, you've got to be slow to anger. Come on, clap today. The fool in you keeps fooling you, and we're getting it out of you today. You might be a fool. You might be a fool if, if you don't like learning. You might be a fool if you're always right in your own eyes. You might be a fool if you can keep destroying what you have. You might be a fool if you're hot-headed. Write down the last one. Fools always repeat the same mistakes over and over. This is how you know you're a fool. If you keep repeating the same mistake over and over. Proverbs 26, 11, Fools are famous for repeating their errors like dogs are known to return to their vomit. Proverbs 13, 19, a longing fulfilled is sweet to the soul, but fools detest turning from evil. I, I grew up with, with parents that, that taught me this verse. As a fool returns to its folly or its sin, th- that's how a dog returns to its vomit. So I remember when I heard this scripture growing up, I would picture the vomit and be like, yo, that's kind of nasty that dogs do that. Do they do that? We didn't have a dog. I was like, really? Like for real? Like dogs? Like, they, that, is, uh, that is disgusting. As dogs return to vomit, so fools return to folly. The fool goes round and round, repeating the same addictions and the same mistakes. And we call this the sin cycle. And it's just like same vices, same grips, same bondages, same burdens, same barriers. Same struggles. The fool stays in it. The fool knows no other life other than the life of returning back to the bar and back to the bottle and back to that thing and back to that hurt and back to that bitterness and back to that pain and back to those pills and back to that relationship and back to that same old way. This is the fool. 
the full return. It just over and over again. It just keeps going and going. Oh, I love Jesus. Because when Jesus gets in your life, he sets those that are in bondage free. He makes the fool wise. Come on, clap today and thank God. I don't have to stay a fool. I feel like Mr. T, I pity the fool. I pity the person that is stuck going around the earth and having the same old struggles and the same old burdens. Could 2021 be the year that you don't just believe in God, but you find freedom in God? We have a lot of people in America that know God. We, know, we have a lot of people in America that are still bound in addiction and struggle. And God's saying, the fool in you keeps fooling you. Get out of that addiction. You're not, you're not satisfied. You're not fulfilled. You're not having fun. Sin is not fun. Sin costs you more than you want to pay and makes you stay longer than you ever want to stay. Sin promises the time of your life and never fulfills its promises. But when you find freedom in Christ, you find the joy of the Lord. When you find freedom in Christ, you get peace on your pillow. Clap today in your home if you're grateful. I'm getting the fool out of me. I'm hot in this sweater vest today, whatever I'm wearing. Thank you, Julia, for dressing me today. (laughs) Worship team, you can come join me, but I just want to encourage you today. You don't have to stay a fool. You don't have to hate learning for the rest of your life. You don't have to stay wise in your own eyes the rest of your life. You don't have to be someone that destroys the legacy that you are building in your family. You don't have to be someone that goes around the earth every year struggling with the same old struggle and the same old problems and the same old issues. And if you're wondering how to get rid of the fool in you, there is only one answer. There is only one solution. There is only one name, and his name is Jesus. Because we look at the fool, we're like, dang, I pity the fool. What a, what a life to live, to build it and destroy it, to stay bound to the same issues, to hate knowledge and understanding. Man, the, the fool keeps going and suffers the consequences. Uh, the, 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 the fool, always right in their own eyes. How do you get the fool out of you? It is only by receiving the love of Jesus. In fact, I want to look at one verse, and then we'll conclude today. Revelation chapter 3. Write this last thought down as you're turning there in your Bible. You might be wise if you let the love of Jesus into your heart. You might be wise if you let the love of Jesus into your heart. Look here in Revelation 3.20. Behold... I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens that door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. You hear what Solomon said earlier to his son? He said, son, wisdom's calling out in the streets. Wisdom is crying out. Call her your sister. Put her around your neck. Wear her like an ornament. Call call wisdom. Get wisdom. Can I just present to you today, it is not just wisdom that's calling your name. The voice of wisdom in Proverbs is the voice of Jesus. Jesus is calling your name. Jesus is standing at your door, and he's knocking, and he's wanting into your life. He's wanting into your world. It is only Jesus that can deliver me from my sin. It is only Jesus that can turn me into a wise person. It is only Jesus that brings true freedom. 
It is only Jesus that brings satisfaction. It is only Jesus that brings everlasting life. It is only Jesus that brings me peace. He is the Prince of Peace. Oh, come on, right there in your house. Clap if you're willing to open the door and let God come in. Because some of us are going like, oh, man, you know, I just... I'm a fool. I'm done. I just, I got issues. I got struggles. I got problems. I'm not perfect. I don't know if I could be a Christian. There are no perfect Christians. All of us have foolishness. We were born into sin. You're going to keep on sinning. Oh, I love Paul the Apostle. Paul's like, the things that I want to do, I don't do. And the things that I don't want to do, that's what I do. We are sinners saved by grace. We are sinners in need of a savior. And so what makes you wise is not that you are so prudent and so strong and so stewardship. No, what makes you wise is you got the wisdom from God. What is the wisdom of God? Pure, peaceable, gentle, reasonable, unwavering, without hypocrisy, full of mercy, bearing fruits. Oh, no, don't let the fool in you keep fooling you. Come on, rise to your feet right now in your house. Lift your hand, Jesus, we thank you that you are the perfect one. You are the embodiment of wisdom. We face our eyes. We face our face towards you. Give us your freedom. Give us your love. Give us your grace. We will open up the door. We will let the King of glory in. We love you. We live for you. And we worship you today in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, come on, let's worship God. Praise his holy name.